Luke 18. Make my prayer and we'll go into the message. Heavenly Father, we just ask now, Lord, as we look at prayer, Father, and the need that men ought always to pray and to faint not, God, we come before you in very uh, sincere, uh, Father, a somber desire for you to work in our midst and, Father, for us to realize, Lord, you've only given us two offensive weapons in the spiritual battle, Lord. One is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and, Father, that's emphasized so much here on how important it is. Father, but the other one, Father, is the prayers of the saints. Father, because the man of God can change the mind of God. Father, and it, we saw that with Moses in the Old Testament. So, Lord, we pray that you would just bless tonight and you'd speak to our hearts and that you'd work exceedingly abundantly by everything we could ask or think. And we'll give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke 18. Speaking of Jesus, and it says, And he spake a parable unto them to them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he, be, he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, will he find faith on the earth. He spake a parable unto them that men ought to what? Always pray and faint not. I look at the things and so many times and I look at uh, God's power and we find out in 2 Corinthians. I thought I was on. Sorry. 2 Corinthians 12 when it tells us his strength is made perfect in weakness. I would rather glory in my infirmities, for when I am weak, then I am strong. See, so you, you want God to work. And what he uses is in this parable, you've got to remember, this was an ag agrarian society. You had carpenters and you had bricklayers or whatever and those type of things. But most of the people made their living off of farming or sheep herding, goat herding or things like that, or vineyards. And when a woman was a widow, and it doesn't speak of her having any children, that puts her in a, a very vulnerable position. Okay? And because it, you, even we're commanded in the New Testament of taking care of the widows. We're told that pure religion and undefiled is this. What? You're taking care of the widows and the orphans and keeping herself unspotted and pure from this world. So I want you to understand, this, there's a petition that this woman was given. So we can give you letters for it, okay? There's a petition given, and the widow came, and she asked. Think about it. You understand, God has a special place in his heart for, for widows, for women and children. 
Okay, in, in Exodus 22 and verse 22, it says, Ye shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. They have no one stepping up physically to protect them. They need to be protected of God. Okay, as we said, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So we have a, a petition given here. Okay, and what you find here is the petition is this woman. She came, this widow came and asked. She was fighting an adversary, right? Saying there was in the city a judge which feared not, neither, feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came saying, avenge me of mine adversary. Well, you know what most people forget? You think your prayer life is just between you and God. It's part of your spiritual armor. So why do you need armor if it's just between you and God? I have a message in the, from the Old Testament with Daniel called the warfare of prayer. There is a spiritual battle going on around prayer and the lack of it or the sincerity of it. So when you pray, you're engaging in a spiritual battle. You're fighting against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of this darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And we lose sight of that so many times. You think you've got a prayer request, you're going to give it to God. All right? Don't you know that there's some, someone who wants to hinder that? The devil can't get your soul anymore if you're saved. Amen? You're saved. But you know what he can do? He can hinder your prayer life. <coughs> I know this. It's easier to read your Bible than it is to pray. I mean, I'm not talking about God bless the missionaries. I'm talking about real communication and conversation with God. It's harder. It never becomes a habit, does it? You have to choose to do this. And it said men ought always to pray and not to faint. This woman, she was fighting an adversary, you know, before we wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities, against the powers. There's a spiritual battle. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. You know what the one thing the devil wants you to believe? God won't hear you. Well, God doesn't answer my prayer. Well, maybe he's answering it in a way you don't understand. And maybe you're not really sincere about your prayer because we're told in the Old Testament, if I regard what? Iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So when you come before God and pray, and your heart's not clean, God says, talk to the hand. Because the ears aren't hearing. Because he's saying, if you want me to work, I only work in righteousness. So you've got to come to before me with a humble heart. Why do you think when we do the Lord's table, and I know a lot of people say, you don't do it enough. We do it quarterly. Okay, some people, the churches do it once a month. There's holiness churches. They do it every service. But what does it mean to them? But it says, so let a man examine himself. 
Before you come to the Lord in prayer, examine your relationship with Him. If you've got unconfessed sin, give it to Him. If you've got bitterness towards another person, give it to Him. If you've got fear over a circumstance, a sickness, or whatever it might be, give it to Him. She's fighting an adversary. She was destitute of power. She hadn't any. Okay? She was a widow. She was desirous of help. This widow troubleth me. Okay? She's desirous of help. You're fighting against a spiritual battle, against a spiritual adversary when you pray. You can't get away from it. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you in due time, casting what? All your care upon Him, for He careth for you. We lose sight of that so much. Well, God doesn't answer my prayers. Well, find out why. Does God want to answer the prayers of His children? Does any father want to be able to provide the needs, necessities, and the desires? See, it's not just about necessities. God will provide them, but also sometimes God just wants to bless His children. But many times He can't because He will not reward an insincere seeker. Luke 18. This woman was desirous of help. You look at verse 9, and he spake a parable of, in verse 9, a parable unto certain which trusted themselves and despised others. Two men went up in the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a publican. And the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in a week. See, God, I deserve to have you answer my prayer because I'm better than others. I give tithes of all that I possess. I give more than others. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much his eyes to heaven and smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted." When you reward a nagging, whining child, you teach them to be a... because they got a stronger will than yours. When you teach a child to come humbly before you, or you're not going to listen to them, you're training them as God wants you to train them how to approach Him. I pray a lot. Most of the time I start and say, God, you are holy and I am not. You are righteous and I am not. You are pure and I am not. You are perfect and I am not. And Lord, that would be enough if that's what you were. Because that's all that's needed. But you're also a God of grace the source of all real love, and a God of mercy first and foremost, and I appeal unto your mercy. Do you understand when it tells us to come boldly unto the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and grace to help in time of need? It's not talking about boldness on your value or worth. 
It's boldness on who he is. Who are you coming to? She had, she's desirous of help. Are you really, when you pray, desirous of help? I've embarrassed different missionaries and evangelists to come in in private conversation. I'm saying, um, John Wall has a prayer sheet. He and Denise, they write down every prayer request and they pray for it daily. And you haven't told us in any of your letters how that got answered. And the missionary goes, I didn't think about it after I asked for the prayer request. When you ask a prayer request, are you contemplating it? When you say an unspoken, that's not unspoken because you're going to be embarrassed. It's supposed to be unspoken because it is so serious that you want it just with the Holy Spirit in Jesus taking it before the throne. See, see, we have here the petition. Turn to Psalm 142. Psalm 142. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. And the way wherein I walked, have they privily laid a snare for me. I looked on my right hand and beheld, and there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord, I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Attend unto my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal how? Bountiful with me with me. She came and asked. Luke 11. Verse 5, And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves? For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as needed. And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and him that knocketh, it shall be what? Opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will you give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, for, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? How many times do we drop our petitions? We don't continue before Him. 
I got up early one morning and rushed right into the day. And I had so much to accomplish, I didn't have time to pray. Troubles just tumbled about me, and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me, I wondered. He answered, you didn't ask. I tried to come in God's presence. I urged all my keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided, why children, didn't you knock? I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled in gray, on gray and black. I called on the Lord for the reason, and he said, you didn't seek. I woke up early this morning and paused before entering the day. I had so much to accomplish that I had to take time to... What do you want to get done? You'll get done more in your strength or his strength. See, we always put the emphasis on the physical. I shouldn't say always. Don't say always and never. But we generally put the emphasis on the physical and forget that as we've had our pastor preach to us, which comes first? The spiritual. The spiritual. Go back to Luke 18. And no, I won't finish this message tonight. One of the strengths of this church is the people who pray. But we need to see more and more of that. Our children need to see their parents praying so they can learn to pray. They can learn to make specific prayers. Because if you can't enunciate your prayers to God, if you can't be clear with God, why do you think He's going to answer them? Does He know what you need? Yes, but He wants to make sure that we know. Amen? We know. See, so what we have here, we have the petition. Okay, it needs to be made before God. Then we have the persistence. See, she was destitute of power. She was desirous of help. She was determined to be heard. Are you determined to be heard? Verse 5. Yet because this widow, what? I will avenge her, lest by her continually coming she, what? She wearies me. Now this is not wearying them like some kids go. Mommy, 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 daddy. Oh, no, they're not as daddy. Mommy, mommy, mommy. Okay? They're demanding something, okay? If you're a good mother, you know what you do? You pretend not to hear. It just takes a stronger will than theirs. You know who has a stronger will than me? My heavenly Father. He has greater mercy, he has greater love, he has greater everything, grace than me. But he's, you know, he's telling us, I want you to understand. You know, you can ask to no avail. It drives me crazy when kids scream in Walmart and the people give them to shut them up instead of taking them outside and giving them a timeout, a real good timeout. 
Okay, finally the kid gets frustrated. He's cried. He didn't get his way. And finally, Mom, Mom, please, may I? Which do you think she should answer? Hmm? How many times do we say we've prayed unto God and we've demanded from Him? And we want the answer that we want, not the one He's giving. And we don't even know what He's giving. So you have the persistence, determined to be heard. This woman troubleth me by her continually coming. Continually coming. That's not coming in demands, it's coming in humility. Do you come in humility? We'll do one more. You have the posture of prayer. You've got the petition, you've got the persistence, you've got the posture of prayer. Luke 18 and verse 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find what? The posture of prayer is tied to faith. It's tied to faith. You know why the lost, lost people don't really pray or they say repetitious prayers given to them by a religion? Because they, they, they demanded to do so? It's because they really don't think something's going to change. So it's easier to, to repeat a rote prayer than to think about what your request is going to be coming before God. Okay? If you want God to hear you, and something you're sincere about in your heart, take your time, humble yourself, and then speak specifically to your Heavenly Father. Prayer is tied to faith. You can't get away from it. You've got to understand that. Back in Luke chapter 11, it says, Ask, seek, and knock, and it should be opened unto you. Answered prayer doesn't mean our answers. It means God's answers. If you're seeking God with a humble, sincere heart continually, you know what He will do? He will answer you. Proverbs 28 and verse 5 says, Evil men understand not judgment, but they that seek the Lord understand all things. Sometimes in praying, God will give you clarity on what you're praying about so you can see what you really need and not what you're asking for. John 15, 7, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, shall ask what ye will, and it shall be what? Done unto you. Will the Son of Man find faith? That's faith that God answers prayers. Faith that God wants to answer your prayer. Come boldly under the throne of grace. Lay it at His feet. Without faith, it is impossible to what? Please Him. For he that cometh unto God must believe that He is and a rewarder of them that 
You know what we need more in this day and age? Diligence with faith. That's the posture of prayer. It can be down on your face physically. And sometimes you see people that come to the altar, I'm not putting anything down. You, you want to humble yourself in a physical position. I've come and sometimes I kneel, sometimes my heart's been so heavy, my face is on the floor. I'm laying down. You know, sometimes I walk and I'm praying while I walk. You know that? Praying while I walk. The posture of it. We're finished with George Mueller's testimony. If you don't know him, he is a famous prayer warrior who ran an orphanage in London, England. And he didn't publicize and put out prayer requests for money or for the needs of the orphanage. George Mueller, I spend hours in prayer every day, but I live in the spirit of prayer. I pray as I walk and when I lie down. I pray when I awake. The answers are always coming. Thousands of times have my prayers been answered. When I am persuaded that a thing is right, I go on praying until the answer comes. I never give up. I have been praying every day for 52 years for two men, sons of a friend of my youth. They are not converted yet, but they will be. How can it be otherwise when we have an unchanging God and unchanging promises from Him? Do you believe God wants to answer your prayer? If you don't believe it, find out why you're doubting Him. Resolve what's going on with you and then come boldly unto the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.